Hello, my name is Tony Reid. Welcome to GAY, a radio programme for LGBTI people and their friends on Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM and other access radio stations around New Zealand. Today I am interviewing a couple of people from Wellington, Mal and Scotty Kennedy Vaughan. They have uh, been running the gay, uh, various gay clubs and bars in Wellington since time immemorial, certainly since I've been in New Zealand. Um, and they have just been awarded an absolutely positive Wellingtonian award. So, uh, welcome, gentlemen. It's great to be welcome. here. It's great to be here. It's fantastic, in fact. Right. So, how are the awards given? Do you have to go? Do you do you go? Do you go to a reception and get your award handed to you or something? Yeah, it was at um, Te Papa, at ah, uh, Te But we uh, had a a few drinks and we're allowed to take a few guests along, a few drinks oh. and nibbles beforehand, and then into yeah. the marae and all were given uh, about five minutes to speak after the award and. Which were all presented by the mayor at the time, Andy Foster. Yes, and uh, yeah, it was a really nice evening, actually. Oh, that's that's very pleasant. Now, um, uh, the 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 article in Express uh, said you met in 1992. Is that correct? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you've been together 30 years now? Yeah, that's yeah, right. 30 yep. years. 30 years. Yeah, um, got married in 2003, so we've been together 10 years by 10 years at that stage. So, yeah. Yes. And uh, uh, but you were both sort of active in the community before before, before you met. Were, oh, were you? totally, totally. There's a lot of things that have happened in the gay community. I mean, there's still a lot of things that need to be done as well. Um, but yeah, we've been sort of pretty vocal out there. And if you look back to things like um, homosexual law reform, of course, Bill Logan did most of the work there, which was fantastic. But getting onto the marches and things and just getting along and supporting them is is probably um, where our forte really began. Um, yeah. And of course. Um, uh, uh, the uh, uh, marriage equality bill, getting behind that prostitution law reform, getting behind that as well. It's really important that we get these things through. Um, if you go back to the days when Carmen was running for mayor, these were all the things that Carmen has said should have been happening, and uh, now in our day and age, they all have happened. Whereas, whereas back in the 1970s, they exactly. were considered outrageous. Yes. <laughs> Everyone was in shock then. No, exactly. Just, oh yes. my God, what are you asking in, for? Indeed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I think the first time I met you was when you were running uh, the uh, um, a bar in the famous former toilet and at the bottom at the bottom of Cambridge <laughs> Terrace. That would have been ninety nine two thousand. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, ninety nine two thousand. Yes, uh, it was the launch of the. Um, it was the launch of Rainbow uh, um, of Rainbow Labour in Wellington Central. Uh, launched by Georgina Bayer, who we've been talking about, still a close, uh, still a close friend of yours. Um, so that's where I, uh, that's where I first met you. But of course, I associate you mostly with with Pound, where you. Of course, yeah, Pound were, was after the Dome. Did that one yes, for about six years. Yes, and then was onto Pound. But yes. I think going before that, there was a lot yes. of other previous bars. If you go back to sort of like the Bamboo Bar, and there was Casper's, Bojangles. Um, and I think it was when Scotty and I first got together and he was starting, he was uh, actually managing Kitty O'Shea's, the Irish bar in Courtney Place. And then we got together and we started uh, yeah. working at, in, at venues right next door to each other, one of them being Bojangles yeah. and the other, other one being Barney's, both in Dixon Street. Yes. And uh, turning those places around and, and sort of um, having somewhere for the queer community to go to, um, it was important to both of us in those days. Um, and then we suddenly realised that we were making a lot of money for other people when we should really be doing it for ourselves. <laughs> so hence why we ventured out and started up our, our first one, um, our first joint venture together. Which was... Which actually, was, the dome. Which yeah. the dome. Although we'd yeah. worked together before, it was the first one that we, you know, co-owned and 
manage and operate it ourselves. Yeah, it's fantastic. And and that was um, getting that venue alone was was um, a bit of a feather in the cap. And it was the, um, the the mayor, the current mayor at the time, of course, was Mark Blumsky. And um, what a fan- fantastic venue! Um, we approached Mark about getting it. And he said, oh, my God, do we actually own that, the council? And we're going, yes, it's a council building. You do own it. <laughs> um, and um, he managed to secure that for us. And uh, very reasonable rent when you look back to those days, um, like 500 bucks a week. That was very, very yes. reasonable. But but you've been in charge now of, a, of S&Ms, named after your, after your initials, one hastens to add, um, <laughs> uh, and uh, um, in, in Cuba Street for how long now? It's 15 years now. 15, well, 15th year, yeah. start our 16th yeah, yes. year and, um, in, uh, ah. next year. 20, and you thought you'd sold it, but you then didn't. So close, so yeah. close. Yeah. We, wanted, yeah. we wanted, obviously, we wanted it to go on to someone that was going to continue in the same vein and yes. keep it for the LGBTQI yes. plus communities. Um, and do things for the community, and um, we found the right one. But unfortunately, um, the day it was due to sign over, this person also owned a bar in Auckland, and it was when Auckland went back into lockdown. So after four months of lockdown that time, they just said, look, we just can't, we just can't do it at the moment. And we had other options, but they weren't going to continue. They were going, that one was going to be a restaurant and other things, and we just went, no, yes, no, yes. we'll just keep going. Somebody until wanted to turn yes. it into a curry house, yeah. another one wanted a shop shack. Yes. Just, no, we thought we'll just, yes. you know, we're not not dead yet. We're still, you know, <laughs> so we thought we'd keep going for another year or so and uh, yes. see what happens. And hopefully the um, original one will be, you know, we'll get their bar back up and running thanks to COVID um, and, and in Auckland. And you'll be able to retire. It'll be a wait and see, one of those wait and see things. So, yeah, we're, yes. we're quite happy to stay there for we've still got still got the yes. thought of buying the bus and living on, living on the road in the back of the heads. Yes. So, you know, that'll be a bit I, of fun. Of course, I should underline, because I was Secretary of Gap Rainbow Wellington for about 50 years, and the experience of sort of always having you that we could rely on to sort of host um, yeah, uh, um, uh, um, <clears throat> uh, to host events, especially, uh, especially one. And I gather that the uh, – is it the book reading? Oh, yes, yes. Group, yeah, Pink, Pink, Ink, Pink Ink still use Which used to meet at Howard and Mark's yeah, before yeah. they moved out, uh, um, is, 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 is now with you. But, I mean, we, we've – I've lost count of the number of times we used up. <laughs> we use your base running it at the moment, and it's, it's got a nice yeah. little group coming. Nice group coming through. Yeah. Yes, it goes um, through the diary and books out all the dates in advance. Because we're actually, um, I mean, we're booked out pretty much every Wednesday, and 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 well, it was every second Thursday, but now it's pretty much every Thursday as well for always um, community events downstairs. And because uh, we don't open the bar for them, it's just um, we give them the space, and uh, it's proved very popular. Meetings, yeah. so meetings and, and things, and, and yes. yeah, and, and the book club's one of them. So they kind of have to juggle around a bit to get them their yes. their slot, but um, works well. Works yes, well. because in, increasingly other bars, and I've found this both within Rainbow Wellington and in totally non-gay uh, things, um, is that sort of um, is that the bars that used to offer a free room. On the understanding, you buy lots of drinks. Um, all stopped, nearly yeah, all stopped doing yeah. it, and yeah. uh, um, said, "Oh no, it's not worthwhile. It's not it's, worthwhile. It's, 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 it's not worthwhile when we can let out the room for money." Exactly. Yeah. Well, we 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 work on the theory. You know, like we've always been community minded, so we all yes. keep the space downstairs, yes, and we never charge for. Um, Room higher as such, unless of course it's a you know, corporate, corporate. Or, a, or a weekend night, like a Friday or Saturday, when the space would be used otherwise. Um, yeah, so it's like it's it's community community based. So, yes, yeah, so, well, it's long. quite funny actually because I was <clears throat> remember distinctly talking to Michael Moore, of course from Tahoe, 
um, and, and many years ago, sitting on the steps outside uh, Bojangles, and he said, what happens when it comes to the day when gay bars are no longer necessary? And I said, gay bars are always going to be necessary. And I said, in fact, as long as I'm alive, I'll make sure there's always a gay bar in Wellington. It's very important that we have a space and a place for people yes. of our genre. Um, you've yes. got all the young ones that are coming out and, and uh, coming to terms with their sexuality. They need a safe place to go to. Um, so there's always yes, going to be a gay venue. We're running the show, that's for sure. And in Wellington, you can sometimes bump into the Deputy Prime Minister. Minister. Can't you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we had a few famous <laughs> people through. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Yes, well, he's, yes, well, he's definitely around. So, but that's good. That's so good. That's good to know that you, that you're uh, that you're con- uh, that you're continuing. Now, you also um, have set up something called the Chrissy Whittacombe Memorial Trust, yep. which um, that's been going for uh, well over twenty years now. Oh. And it originally started um, <coughs> when a group of us went to a, went to a, a funeral of a friend um, who was transgender and passed away from HIV/AIDS. Yeah, and. Um, the family weren't particularly um, responsive no. <laughs> um, because of the conditions and, and the fact that um, the person was transgender. And uh, the funeral was done with very little dignity. And so a group of us that were there at the time, myself, Scotty, um, Drew Hadwin, Brian uh, Jenkins, Brian Kelly Jenkins, Kelly Orbuck, um, we were all at this uh, event and we thought that everybody needs to, well, everybody deserves to die with a bit of dignity. So we formed the Afterlife Memorial Trust. I think I think the um, clickover point was when we heard the um, uh, the words were throw it on the ute and get it out. And yeah, it's what throw it on the ute and burn it. Yeah, take it away. Take it away and burn, burn it. it. And um, we were just like, ah, uh, no, 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 no that's, you know, there's no hearse. Something's no got to be done. It's a rusty old two door Mazda ute. And yes. um, so we started the Afterlife Memorial Trust, and of course we ran that for a few years. And of, and of course, working with at, at Pound, we had all the girls who used to do shows for us every weekend. They were getting paid to do shows and things. So then we just sort of hit up on them and said, "Look, how about one night a year? You just work for free." And uh, we did massive, and it was the way we got the trust up and running, mm-hmm. um, which gave us sustainability to to be able to do yeah. things with the trust. Um, that's been now going for over 20 years, as I was saying. And, of course, uh, when the Queen of Wellington at the state passed away, Chrissy Wotoko, it seemed um, the perfect time to change the name of the trust to the Chrissy Wotoko Memorial Trust. I actually had a, um, a release of her seats um, last on the 1st of October, a couple of weeks ago. She's got new seats outside um, at the corner of Cuba and Vivian Street um, for her and Carmen, and there's a plaque on them um, oh. recognising their work over the years. Which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the Christopher took a memorial trust. It's done. It's done fabulously. We've uh, contributed to over uh, twenty-three funerals. But of course, the initial uh, aim of the trust was to assist those um, dying from HIV/AIDS that yes. didn't have any family connection or anything like that. Um, anything they needed for hospitals, um, which was very, very important to yes. uh, um, assist them in um, anything they may need while they're in. Yes. Um, in it, even down to you know something as simple as a toothbrush or um, yes. back then um, when it first started there was you know there was no internet in hospitals and things like that so we'd provide um, free view boxes and things like that um, which we've still got about 10 of under the stairs at home because they just don't get used anymore no one yeah, you know yeah, everything's yeah. online oh, now yes. so, yeah. so there is so despite the fact that pe- people at least in New Zealand aren't really dying of AIDS anymore is still there's still a need for the trust. We're sort of diversifying it a wee bit, actually. We've um, been sending people, 
contributed to over 23 um, funerals. We do a um, due diligence on that, you right. know, and we talk to the family. That's how much the family can afford, and we sort of basically pick up the balance on what, what the family can't afford. But since, um, as we say, people aren't dying of HIV AIDS anymore, they've got the mag- uh, magic drugs and things like this. So we've uh, diverse the trust a wee bit, so we're now sending, uh, it's like sending young kids on hooies um, uh, in groups so they, you know, accommodation and their food is paid for. Um, just coming to terms with their sexuality, that sort of thing. And we've just recently um, been working with um, Richard Bange on a documentary which is about the HIV-AIDS epidemic um, in New Zealand in the 80s and how New Zealand coped with it. Um, A lot of that has been done around the world, but New Zealand actually doesn't have one any doco about it so um we've just done a big grant for that which is quite good so we're yes. hoping to see that turn to fruition in the future he's got some great people in a film company working on it with some help from uh some uh, film people that work for Weta workshop and outside of there so oh, um yeah good. it's diversifying so, so we uh eventually get this uh, this phone call from the mayor's office and it was just saying you know we need your email address and your phone number and we're going yeah certainly not knowing exactly where this was going and and then within uh, 20 minutes we sort of had an email from the mayor's office saying congratulations you've been nominated for an award and um you're a winner oh and uh, which is fantastic and you were nominated by by one of the councillors. yes uh, apparently this uh this was 12 of the councillors, and each councillor nominates a a, um a person to be um of course ours was a joint one um and um it was just it was Total, total surprise, total surprise. Yeah. Um, but um, it's, it's uh, uh, an event that was, um, you have to really keep quiet about it for a couple of weeks until it's released yeah. into the media. And um, But it was, as Scotty was saying earlier on, we um, popped along, was at Tupapa and invite you along there for nice uh, pre-cocktail drinks and canapes. And then, of course, threw into uh, Tupapa for the um, presentation. And um, each councillor reads out your citation, which they've... Got gathered from uh, information about you, and then uh, the certificates presented by the mayor. It was um, quite nice. How um, it was good to see actually the mayor shaking everyone's hands, and when we went up to receive ours, we got a hug. Yeah. So it was just showing is, that because um, yes, that's yes. what we do. We, Support. We, we, yes. Know. He was at Rainbow. He was at the Rainbow Wellington twenty fifth. The 25th um, anniversary as well and he's been a pleasant surprise because I gather there was quite a bit of concern in the community when he was elected because he had been New Zealand first who let's 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 be honest has about the worst track record (laughs) for our for our community community of anywhere he was um, very relaxing in fact I used to be um, we then bumped into him since yeah. um, at the opening night of um, Les Miserables in Wellington, and he was straight up to chat and catch oh, up yes, and see how things were going, yes, and then came in the bar. The, yes, well, uh, yes, uh, Thursday nights, and yeah. yes, well, certainly I know Rainbow Wellington was considering what to what to what to, what to do. We always used to sort of when Fran Wilde was uh, in charge of the regional council, we always kept her as a vice patron. Mm-hmm. Because we thought, well, we've got you know, if we get a dreadful mayor, we've got Fran Wilde, got to fall, someone on the inside you can still fall to, to fall yeah, back yeah, on. But we've ne- but, but we never needed it. Yeah. So, we've been so pretty I lucky with our mayors over the years. Actually, there's only one I won't mention names that I'm <laughs> keen on, but the rest of them we've been. Let's in. not mention the bicycle lanes. Yeah, no. don't mention <laughs> bicycle lanes. I think everyone will click who that was. <laughs> Yeah, no, the right. mayors have usually been pretty good in the councils. We've gone pretty well with most of them yeah. as well. Um, it's going to be interesting, um, of course, with the elections coming up. Um, I don't think uh, Andy's had really a, 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 
a cohesive council to get on with. But it's, a, it's going to be interesting to well, see. Well, I get the impression it hasn't been a cohesive council for quite a while. Quite some time. No, but yeah. I think the same applies to Capity to some extent, not quite so dramatically because we are, we're not such high, we're not so high profile. You're never going to get everyone to agree. Agree. So it's no. always a, you know. No, but, no, and people tend to forget that you, you know, although you're electing the mayor separately, they don't have presidential powers. Well, they're you not, know, just they, like the uh, prime minister, they're not the final say. Much they can do. Yes, yes. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but um, getting back to the awards, that was a great night and, and uh, definitely an yeah. honour um, um, to be nominated. In fact, um, but um, it's like I was saying on the evening when we were there is there's still a lot of many things that we have to do um, to continue the fight for LGBTQ plus. Um, we've still got our transgendered issues that we've got to deal with, and it was very, very nice to meet one of the councillors afterwards, and we did mention that in our acceptance speech. Yeah. And she said to me, I'm so glad you brought that up, she said, because I actually have a uh, transgendered yeah. child. Oh. So there's uh, there's still a lot to be done. Let's just keep on the work and let's see what yes, happens. Yes, you know, but at least we've door on everything, you but at least anywhere. we've managed to get stuff through our parliament in, in the exactly. last very couple lucky. of years that yeah. other countries would would die for. I mean, the situation in the UK is just getting worse and worse and worse. Well, Singapore's slightly easing up as well. Well, it was. Um, it, well, it eased up, but yeah, it, but so it's still not the full way there, but. Uh, in, in, oh in yes, in terms of total, but 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 where there are very strong right-wing parties or groups that like using uh, like using the LGBTQ community, community. for um, as punch bags, uh, basically, then it's uh, then it's 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 getting it's getting pretty bad, and yeah. we've been very lucky to have things go through. Relatively easily, easily, easily um, except that uh, uh, they still they they're still chickened out of hate speech. I th yes, true, and 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 um, and uh, marriage equality as well. Um, they're not not, not going to be granting uh, gay marriage to Singapore any. Oh, Singapore, no, Singapore no, in, in the, in no, the no. I was referring to New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah. yes, I was referring to New Zealand, where 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 we have a, where. Uh, where we always seem to duck away from hate speech legislation, which is admittedly quite difficult to get right, but that doesn't mean to say you you shouldn't try. And, um, and of course, the other big one is the um, uh, therapy. Oh yeah, and shock therapy or shock treatment. What do they call it? Shock yes, therapy, yeah. therapy and Con things like conversion that. Conversion, conversion therapy. therapy. That's well, we did pass that legislation. which is we're lucky. We've got people like Labour and Power to do this sort of thing for us. Because <laughs> I don't think you know. If I look back at all my time within the in the queer community, well, um, it's only been the Labour government that's any, ever done anything for the yeah. LGBTIQ plus community. Yes, the difference now is that whereas in things like homosexual law reform and uh, civil unions where only a, a tiny number of national MPs supported, supported it, it yeah. um, that changed quite dramatically, largely because John Key announced that he was going to vote in favour of marriage equality and they're pretty sheep-like, I think. And, you know, all the leader does this so oh, to get on the good suit. Yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, to follow. And, uh, and, um, and there was a... And, there was a, and, uh, and, um, and similarly with conversion therapy. You, you, you know, you had to be called Simon or Simeon in order to vote against it. I think. <laughs> so true on that one. So true on that one. So, uh, so, so we're lucky there. But I agree that the the idea 
that some uh, that some people in our communities have. You know that that's it. We've got everything we want, and we can just r- lie back. Is not. Well, you, know, yeah, you go back to our day when uh, homosexual law from them totally illegal. You know, you could go to jail for seven years, and even if you're just standing out on the sidewalk, because of, of all the movements that we've got through and we've made um, for the LGBTI community now, plus um, it's outstanding to stand outside and see young men walking down the street holding hands. Um, and our day, you get abused or you get bashed. And we, we actually see that pretty much every day at work, standing outside on Cuba Street. Young bats guys, and young girls. People have acclimatised to the idea and got yeah. used to it. Which is um, good. It's because a great be, move. Because there are, still, uh, there are still instances where... Oh, still out where, there. Where, where, where a, lot of gay, a lot of gay couples still say they're nervous at holding hands in public still because of you well, never yeah, know what it, you're going to get. We no. see it prolifically, and yeah. it's just nobody bats an eyelid these days. Everybody's acclimatised to the idea. Cuba Street, of yeah. course, is a lot more accepting. It's more, more of a handy yeah, street. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you see anything yes. on Cuba Street. Yes, yeah. I mean, you even have a transgender, a transgender green lady to cross the street. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's true, yes. yes. Well, when you go back even Charming. to those days, you know, yeah. um, uh, with... Uh, Transgender or drag or drag queens performing drag queens, going into a into a heterosexual venue and weren't greeted with the the utmost um, respect. You know, I don't really want your type in here, sort of thing attitude. Um, but it's amazing to see nowadays with things like RuPaul's Drag Race bringing this to the front. Every straight yeah. venue in town is now screaming out for drag performances and drag stars. You know, um, it's nowadays, great to see. Yeah, which nowadays is good, which is good because in the United States, it's uh, uh, they've become the latest group to attack. You know, yes, drag queens just readings reading stories. Uh, to kids, and it's happened in the UK, and everybody says, oh, "Haven't you ever been to a pantomime?" <laughs> exactly, exactly. There's always been a queen in a pantomime since we were talking dot. about this with Georgina last <laughs> yes. night over dinner, weren't we? And yeah, we were yes. talking about drag, you know, dressed resembling a girl. All the major parts were played by men, you know, and it goes way back then. But nowadays, it's just totally acceptable. It's fantastic. So RuPaul's done a lot for our community. Oh, oh, oh uh, yes. World, and not just uh, here in New Zealand, but worldwide. Oh, yeah, fantastic. He's brought Rec- it to the forefront. Everybody wants to record. Number of Emmy Awards, isn't it? Totally. Highest 100%, number. 100%. 100%. Yes, uh, of, of Emmy Awards. And it's classical sound new Spanky Jackson, the recent winner, which is absolutely fantastic. Yes, yes it's great to do. And two, two Kiwi girls, you know. Um, rivalry between Australia and New Zealand has always been there, but as we've always said, we love our Australian friends as much as they do us. But it's great two Kiwi queens have taken it out. It's fantastic, you know. Yes, we love indeed. the idea. Which is uh, so. So you still do host quite a quite yes, a number actually, uh, of sort of drag. Uh, of we tend to use more routines. like this. Two, two, two of the girls that have really left Wellington, grew up in Wellington, and spread their wings, and that's uh, the fabulous Polly Fuller and, of course, Felicity Frocchino. Yes, um, well, who I've um, interviewed in this, for this program. Yes, yes, have you really? Oh, fantastic! Well, yes, well, when he came back, when he had to yes, come back right. here, he was staying from, out here, wasn't he, for a while? Hmm? Was staying out here. Yeah. Yes, well, he had to come back. He, his, his sources of revenue in, in Sydney dried up because of COVID. Because yeah. of COVID so he yeah. came, came back here and lived with his gran in Otaki. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, Did a few shows for us during that period. Yes. Yeah. And, but, but always when we were a worker. Open, Felicity was always, was always a worker. She was oh, yeah. drumming up work for the other girls as well. Yes, yes, and and around a lot of the straight venues, which is absolutely yes. take my head off to her, she's always been a worker. She, yes. she doesn't just sit on her ass. She actually gets out there and yes. looks for work. You know, um, yes. a fantastic talent. 
Fantastic talent. Yeah. And if, uh, Polly, her and Polly would probably have to be Wellington's best exports to Australia. Um, you know, so it's, when they do come home, it's a pleasure to have them up on stage. Yes, well, Polly Phillip was certainly quite a big name. Name of huge, well, When yeah. she was here, yes. And now Spanky, but I mean, we'll claim Spanky even though she's from Palmy, but she did perform for us down at S&M's. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll claim her as a Wellingtonian. Yeah. No, she'll well, shoot me for that. No, no. Well, yes, but she's right. done very well, so, you know, touring Aussie at the moment. It's, it's amazing to see. It's just, it's just great that it's so out there now and... and People are, people are absorbing it, and, and it is mainstream, and yes. it's, it's, it's I mean, fantastic. That, that's the key. That's the key example. You, you get the peculiar people in the states and, and Britain who are trying to make it into something sinister, you know, and yeah. things. But uh, but for most people, that's just ridiculous. It's entertainment. Yes, it's, it, it's simple uh, as that, <laughs> and fun. Yeah. Yes, it's always good yes, humour. So I think it always has been. Anyway, we're coming to the end of our 30 minutes, so um, thank you very much. for. Oh, that. pleasure to be out here. Yeah, yes, pleasure. I've, I've struggled to find interview, interviewees recently, so, so when you immediately said yes and that you were coming here and you were happy to come to the studio, which <laughs> is always easier, easier for us, um, that, was a, that, was a, that was a very good thing. So, uh, so, so, so thank you very much for coming out here. And, uh, um, our pleasure. And we might even have... Time for a bit for a little bit of music. I'm looking at, looking at the timetable. Is there anything you'd like us to pop on the end? Israel from Israel, somewhere over the rainbow. Over the rainbow. Anyway, thank you very much Our again, pleasure, indeed, boys. for coming out. First, and it's been nice to, to it's, it's been nice to catch up mm. and and hear all about what you what you've been up.
the lemon drops high above the chimney top. That's where you find me. This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.